Uh, so I want to be honest a little bit about my own faults and failings as, as, as I normally try to be. And uh, one of the things that I've been dealing with lately is kind of, I don't know, it's, it's a bit like, um, I want to say it politely, uh, although my thoughts haven't been polite. It's, it's the denseness of human beings in their mind. Uh, it's their inherent foolishness. And, you know, how people, it's exemplified by things like this. You know, somebody is typing on their phone and they walk out in front of a lorry coming at them. I mean, that, that's not smart. It's not an intelligent thing to do. Or people who do a job, but they really mess it up. And you think, okay, you're a professional. You're qualified to do this. How could you make such a colossal error? Uh, and it's really made me think, I was praying as I was walking to church today, I said, Lord, help me to love people like you love them, because right now, outside of my, my circle of people, which would include all of you, including those of you I've just met, you know, I like you all, uh, outside of this circle that I like and I care about and things like that, I get really frustrated with other human beings, and uh, and, and it's, it's been a challenge and a struggle. So I was crying out to God as I'm walking to church today, saying, Lord, forgive me, uh, give me, help me love people like you love them and all of that. And, you know, and the Lord just reminded me that we are all sheep. We mentioned that a couple of weeks ago. And by the way, that includes me. So, you know, the sheep that thinks it's smarter than the other sheep is, is not really smarter than the other sheep. You know, because we're all sheep, myself included. We all have this tendency to go astray. Uh, as uh, Isaiah 53, uh, like sheep, we all go astray. But the Lord has laid on Jesus the sins that we've all committed. Uh, and so we really have to remember when Jesus is talking about being the good shepherd, in order to understand it, in order to appreciate it, we have to remember that we are like sheep. We are like sheep. I mean, we're completely, as sheep, we're completely dependent on shepherds for things like, you know, getting, getting the food that we need, the shelter that we need, taking care of our, in, uh, our injuries. Uh, like sheep, we are all, as human beings, fundamentally helpless. And if you don't believe that, then just think coronavirus. I mean, the coronavirus, something that is so small that is invisible to our eyes, uh, unaided at least, is devastating the global economy. And you think about all the people around the world that have been infected now, uh, it's still less than a half of, of a percent of the total global population. And yet something so small has caused so much fear and terror and so much market correction. It shows how helpless we are. We're unintelligent. We're not as smart as we think we are. We're all prone to wandering, to going astray. And, and like sheep, sheep can't even find a sheepfold when it's right in front of them. And a lot of times we're the same way. We can't even find a safe place. We can't even find the solutions to our problems, even when those solutions are right in front of us. And so we need, according to Jesus, according to the Gospel of John, we need a good shepherd. Uh, and frankly, we live in a world that is filled with those who want to be shepherds who want to be in charge, who want to be in control. And most of those shepherds are probably more like wolves. Or, according to Jesus, they're more like hired hands. 
So we really need to learn how to distinguish the difference between a shepherd, especially a good shepherd, and a hired hand. And Jesus gives us some insight into this, into understanding this. The hired hand, according to what Jesus is saying here effectively, the hired hand is somebody who works for the reward that they receive. A hired hand is somebody who does what what they do because of some kind of benefit to themselves. A hired hand is is very self-oriented. Now, not always is this a financial reward. I mean, some people do what they do, even in the church, because people will say, oh, you're such a good Christian, you're such a wonderful person, I, I really love you, I really care about you because of all the great things you do. And they like that praise. They like the adulation of people. Uh, some people do what they do for fame, uh, for notoriety, for power, for a sense of, of acceptance or significance or security in their lives. Uh, and frankly, if you are looking after sheep and you're doing it for a reward, you are nothing more than a hired hand. And this is true even of a church pastor or an elder who is serving their people because they get some benefit out of it. You know, that person becomes a hired hand, according to Jesus. The shepherd works because of love and compassion for the sheep. The shepherd is rather other-focused. He, he wants to take care, she wants to take care of those sheep. Another way that you can discern a hired hand from a shepherd is that a hired hand flees when things get tough. I mean, I've seen this around, and I'm talking now about pastors in churches, uh, I cannot tell you the number of times I've seen a pastor run away from a church because there was a little bit of conflict or because there was a problem or because somebody didn't like him or didn't like her. Uh, and frankly, you're acting like a hired hand if you do that. If you're going to lead a group of people, they need to know that you're committed to them even if you're getting attacked because anybody who's going to be a leader today, who's going to serve people today, is going to get attacked, whether it's on Twitter or Facebook or, or other social media, whether it's by the press, uh, whether it's by the people around you. I mean, it's part of life today. There are many wolves that are around us that simply want to come in and take over the sheep. Uh, there are many false leaders around us that simply want to come and take over for their own benefit. And so if you're a hired hand, you will Run when you see trouble coming. You'll run when the wolf comes, and you'll let the wolf have its way with the sheep. And I've seen this happen so many times in churches, let alone in governments, let alone in businesses. How many times are we seeing today these these big CEOs that get a golden handshake, they get a lot of money coming in, and they get a golden goodbye, a lot of money when they leave, uh, and they're not interested in actually building up a great company, They're interested in building up a big bank account. And you see that by their behavior, according to Jesus. The shepherd, on the other hand, is somebody who fights the wolf. The shepherd does not back down when the wolf comes. The hired hand, according to Jesus, does not really care for the sheep, but the shepherd cares and looks after them. We need shepherds, but we need those shepherds to be in the order of Jesus the only one who is the good shepherd. And Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. He is saying to all of us as sheep that he is the one we can trust. He is the one we can follow. 
He is the one we can surrender our lives to and know that we have somebody watching out for us, looking out for us. He says that he is the good shepherd. That means that he's always working for our benefit. No matter what happens, Jesus is working to produce good in our lives, even if it doesn't feel good at the time. If you break a, if you break a bone and you have that bone set, setting the bone never feels good, but the results will lead to health. Jesus says here too, and saying he's a good shepherd, he is saying that he is a shepherd, that that's part of his identity and shepherds, they, they identify the sheep. They know the sheep. They say, you are my sheep. They claim them. They name them. Shepherds provide for the sheep, and shepherds protect the sheep. And Jesus is saying that as the good shepherd, he will always know who we are. He will always protect us. He will provide for us. Even if we're going through difficult times, he is there for us as the good shepherd. And how do we know that this is true for Jesus? We know because he said he lays down his life for the sheep, and we see that in the cross. In the cross, Jesus laid down his life for us as the good shepherd. That is the demonstration that we have, the very visible demonstration that even when we go through terrible times, even when we don't understand the suffering we go through, or even when we're going through great times, I don't want to make life sound terrible, But even whatever we're going through, Jesus is there because he's laid down his life for us. And so we can see that in the cross. And the amazing thing is that Jesus knows us and we have the opportunity to know him in the same way that he and the Father know each other. That's an intimacy of knowledge that Jesus has of us, knowing our likes, our dislikes, how he's designed us, how he's created us, but also the privilege of getting to know him and to follow him and to honor him. He knows us as his sheep, as the good shepherd, and he invites us into a relationship with him that has the same dynamics as his relationship with the Father. I mean, that is amazing when we begin to think about it that we have that level of knowledge and intimacy with God. No other religion promotes that in the same way. He tells us here that he's got other sheep that weren't of that fold. That means you don't have to be a Jew in order to be one of Jesus' sheep. He's, he was pointing to that time. He's talking to Jews, remember. He's pointing to that time where we as Gentiles, we as non-Jews, would be incorporated into the sheepfold and there would be one shepherd over us all, and that time has come upon us. And he really stresses here how he lays his life down willingly. The thing we need to understand about Jesus as the good shepherd, he's not doing it because he has to. He's not doing it because his father said, Jesus, I know you don't want to do this, but I'm commanding you that you die, uh, and uh, if you don't die, you're going to be displeasing to me. There's no threats there. He's not doing it because he gets a reward for it. He's doing it because he chooses to do it for us. And that tells the great love that Jesus has for us. It's extraordinary. But it is something which we can count on even when our world is going through crazy times like it is today. Jesus really is our good shepherd who cares for us, who watches out for us, and who will be there for us 
forever. Let's pray. Gracious God, thank you. Jesus, thank you for coming and for being our good shepherd. Thank you that even now you are our good shepherd. We thank you that you love us, that you know us, that you cherish us, and that we can follow you. Lord, help us to understand more fully and deeply what it means to be known by you and to know you, even as you and the Father know one another. And Lord, as you send us from this place, send us in the confidence that Jesus is our good shepherd, always working for our good, for our benefit, to the glory and honor of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.